Amigo, the first ever episode of the Comox Valley Coffee Talk. We are so excited to have one of our community members, Sarah Seeds, on this episode. Yeah, the wild one herself. Let's do this. Come on. Hey, what's good, Comox Valley? Welcome to episode one of the Comox Valley Coffee Talk. My name is Daryl, and I am happily joined by the one and only Wild Seeds, a.k.a. Sarah Seeds. How are you doing, Sarah? <laughs> I'm doing great. How are you doing, Daryl? Hey, good. I know this whole technology thing is a little bit tricky, but I'm glad we were able to get on together. Yeah, thank you so much for inviting me. This is not quite as good, but almost as good as being down at Mud Sharks with my matcha. <laughs> I know, right? Well, one day soon, hopefully. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely miss you guys. I know a lot of people do. I know. This is really what is close to uh, personal interaction as we can get right now. Yeah, pretty awesome. Yeah, it's great to great to chat with you. This can be our like our usual chat down at Mud Sharks on a yeah. on a Tuesday. Yeah, that's cool. Um, and you know, one day, Sarah, one day when somebody's looking up your Wikipedia. Um, they're going to see that you were the first guest um, on the Comox Valley Coffee Talk. Yeah, <laughs> super excited. Such all right. A, so the, such a good idea. Yeah, well, I've told Sarah what this is all about and some other people, but uh, hopefully it catches on, people listen in. It's really just a chance, of course, mostly even during this time where we're not able to interact with our community, but it gives us a, a chance to meet some of the people within our community Maybe people you knew from before and you'll find out something you didn't know about them or else it might give you a chance to meet people you've never, you know, come across before and you want to meet in person once uh, this is all blown away and back to normal. But uh, if nothing else, hopefully we'll just share some good conversation and stuff that uh, will entertain people. Fun. I love it. All right. So why don't we start off? Why don't you do a quick little backstory on uh, Sarah Seeds? Just, you know, kind of what got you to where you are today and what kind of things you're involved with now? Okay. Um, well, <laughs> let's see if we can summarize. Um, there's been a lot of adventures happening to get me to this point today. Um, so I will sift through and pick out the pertinent ones. Um, but basically, uh, I've been in the Valley here for 20 years. I'm from Victoria originally, moved around quite a bit, but um, ended up here and fell in love with this beautiful Valley and all of our amazing wild spaces and all of the wild faces that live here as well. And I still, I can't believe it's been 20 years. Um, it's, it's definitely grown and changed, but it's still got that exact same vibe that pulse the reason that I fell in love with it and wanted to live here in the first place and I came here as a kinesiologist and it was a bit challenging to um, find work opportunities at the time for kinesiology and so I ended up um, just starting my own business equilibrium lifestyle management with the goal of supporting individuals and groups and providing them with the resources and tools and really a launching off place to reach their biggest dreams and goals and uh 20 years later we're still here it's our 20th anniversary this fall and uh there has been an evolution at ELM and now we're really um supporting our clients and our community in both mind and body services and I'm personally I've gone back to school uh the last couple of years and uh have been 
adding to my skill set as a coach. And I'm, I'm also now a hypnotherapist and a yoga and meditation teacher. So that brings me to this moment today. And I'm sitting in my office right now, actually at cloud nine. I've just finished a couple of amazing hypnotherapy sessions with my amazing clients. And yeah, feels good. Yeah, you are definitely one busy person and probably the strongest, both mentally and physically person that I know, <laughs> for sure. Well, there's been a lot of opportunities to practice and uh, reasons to, to get those tools. So I'm very happy to have the opportunity to share them. Yeah, if, if you aren't already following Sarah on various social media channels, uh, I don't even know how I first came across her, but I just, and when I did, it was just like, boom, she totally stood out in any feeds that came through and not only in just the visual great pictures and outdoor nature, but just in the beautiful words that you always say and just really motivating, but with a, with, you know, a good touch of, of, of um, humor and just everything kind of comes across, just kind of speaks to spoke to me really well. And I'm sure it does to many other people. And that is at wild seeds on Instagram. I don't know what else you're on Sarah. Yeah, um, Facebook as well. And um, yeah, Equilibrium Lifestyle Management's on both of those as well. And when uh, I say wild wild seeds, it's wild S-E-A-D-S because their last name is seeds. So it's not the regular seeds. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we figured that out recently. So I had a smoothie named after me. <laughs> <laughs> and that's still there. Just once we're uh, back and running again, people can get the wild seeds sunshine smoothie. Love it. Um, okay, so... I follow you and I see all your stuff every day, your stories and your posts and everything. And like one thing you do, it seems like to me on a daily basis is you get out and you play in nature. Tell me, tell everybody a little bit more about that. Mm. Oh yeah. One of my favorite, not my favorite things about being alive is having the gift to go out and play. Yeah. The nature it's, it's my everything. Um, you know, it's where I go to, disconnect and reconnect really to myself and to my the, the world and um yeah to the highest frequencies uh it fills me up for sure you know just being even just being you know near a tree or near a stream it doesn't have to be full immersion but it's uh somewhere that i i go daily to rebalance my energy and and drain away any you know, negativity or anything that might be bothering me and just refill. It's a, it's a, an unlimited renewable resource of high frequency supernatural energy. And it's there for all of us. So yeah, I, I get out there every day for sure. And for fitness as well, you know, it's my preferred place to, to move my body, but I've learned the value of stillness took me many years and decades, um, but I've, I've learned the, the amazing value of stillness in nature as well. And we can, we can connect and, and get a lot of clarity when we just sit and observe. There's a lot of lessons there in nature for us. Yeah. And it seems like it's so, you know, natural and easy for you. Like you just kind of go and you do your thing and have the best time ever. Now, if somebody else, you know, especially at this time where people aren't really doing as much as they normally would, like what kind of tips or advice do you got for people that want to, you know, get out? Like, where do they go? How long do they spend? You know, what's a good starting point to get out and connect in nature? Oh, wow. Yeah. I mean, just committing to appreciating, spending some time every day appreciating nature 
it doesn't matter where you are. You know, I used to be a bit of a, a country snob and I would go to the city and I would say, oh, you know, I can't handle being in the city. There's no nature. And I learned actually through a great f- friend of mine who also, you know, is in love with nature like so many of us are that lives in Vancouver. And she pointed out to me all the the nature, even amongst the concrete. And it it's everywhere. It does. You don't have to be able to access the backcountry and go into the middle of nowhere to get the benefits. And so just committing to, you know, making that one of your intentions today and just making it part of your day, like brushing your teeth, I will appreciate nature um, if it's not already a habit created as an intention. And so that can be as simple as sitting by the window and watching, you know, like your cat does, sits and looks out the window. Give yourself a few minutes in the day where you just observe. And as soon as we begin observing, whether or not it's through the window, it's in the backyard, it's on a walk or sitting by a waterfall, when we fully immerse ourselves in the present moment and we're using our, um, all of our senses, and really that's what focus is, is using all of the senses. What do you see? What do you hear? What do you smell? What do you feel if you're you know, on the other side of the glass? Um, instantly, we not only begin to really appreciate and marvel at the wonder of nature and, you know, and where we are in a part of this huge, amazing, um, supernatural feat of, you know, flying through space on the planet, which can just blow your mind when you start actually sitting down and really acknowledging that. But you also switch from this fight, fright, or flight state that so many of us are caught in um, now, especially And we drop down into that parasympathetic. So when we get out of our minds, because we're fully immersed in our bodies and our senses, we get out of that sympathetic and drop into the parasympathetic. So huge health benefits, not to mention, you know, clarity, the sense of peace, calmness, and you can carry that ease with you throughout the day. So, so many benefits. All you need to do is commit to appreciating nature and then, of course, you can take it to the next level and spend the whole day hiking out there, hiking out and about if you like. But just start wherever you are um, when it comes to the physical act of it and build from there. So, you know, it might be a, if you're just getting going, it might be 20 minutes of walking every day. Um, if you can't get out, it's looking through the window. And then, of course, beyond that, just keep adding on. Start wherever you are. That's cool. I know you're a cat lover. I don't know if you knew this, Sarah, but my last name in Ukrainian means cat. So I'm, a, <laughs> I'm, a, I'm not really a cat lover, but I'm a, a cat in one way. You're a cat, but you're not a cat lover. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Loving my cat more and more. And she's loving me more and more these days now that we're cooped up together. No kidding, right? That's your, um, your soul um, isolation partner? It is. Yeah. Yeah. She's getting lots of attention. Uh, um, okay. So let's switch gears for a second. Now, what is, what do you say is one like obsession you have right now? Now this can be a new place you're going out in nature. It can be a food that you've just discovered. It can be a TV show or a new song. What is something you just can't get enough of right now? Ooh, interesting. Um, well, there's one song, which I will just send you the link. Cause I don't know the name of, but it just, um, came up. It was added to a, a compilation of first nations dancers on an Instagram post. Um, 
and it's a, a group of uh, dancers who are doing a healing dance for all the people in the world that are sick right now. And it's young girls, it's women, it's men, and they're, uh, I believe, the Jingle Bell dancers. And they are healers. And the song that's played with it, it just, it matched my frequency and it feels like a very healing, powerful frequency. And that's on repeat for me as part of my, uh, one of my daily meditations. So I'll send you the, the name of that if you want to share that after um and it's my it's uh it's my waterfall i have a waterfall near my house i call it my waterfall i know it's not mine (laughs) but it's my place that i go and uh because one of the meditations the guided meditations that i offer my clients that i've learned through my um blissology yoga and meditation um school is um I call it the waterfall meditation and it's where you envision yourself walking along a path until you reach a, a waterfall and you spend time um, gazing up the tall trees and then watching the waterfall cascade down behind you. And it's a very peaceful, circular, rhythmic um, pattern to get into to really help you, you know, relax in meditation. And those are my favorite kinds of meditations with guided nature um, imagery and when I, I found this waterfall near my house that I moved into this year, and uh, it's the same waterfall that was in my imagination almost exactly. So it's pretty <laughs> cool. I go there every day because I can. And, you know, if you can't, you can create these beautiful places in your mind and visit them and get the benefits. But because it's right down the street, I like to go and sit there and do one of my meditations there each day. So I guess those things... Um, and hmm, that's all I got off the top of my head. No, those, those are enough. Those are good. <laughs> Definitely good. Now you're talking about vibrating and the frequency and stuff. Now that's something I've always been interested in. And I know like I'm a believer that if you are vibrating at the right frequency for the things that you want to connect to, that the universe will help deliver those to you. What's your take on, on, you know, on frequencies and that and how it all works? Well, it's an interesting concept, and I mean, all I can say is I don't actually know exactly how it works. I don't. None of us really do yet. More and more science is um, showing up and supporting things that a lot of us feel um, and have experienced in our lives, which is really amazing and is is really helpful. When you know, I'm a science person, and so it's really nice to. Um, be diving into more of the research, for example, you know, um, the biology of belief, um, the, you know, science of changing your mind. So actually on a a chemical, biological, and neurological level, what's happening in our bodies, um, things like, you know, heart frequencies that they've been able to measure um, and how these interact with other people. So there's a lot of science catching up, which is really really phenomenal especially for people who you know like to have that to support their experiences um but so so i think it's you know i don't i don't really know how it works if we say you know i'm going to um uh, match the frequency of what i want more of in my life um there are pieces starting to to come together um when we do keep something at the top of our mind's eye for example you know, if we have an intention or a goal, something that is really important to us, the more that we think about it, and even more powerful, the more that 
we imagine um, actually having that or reaching that goal and what that will feel like, the more we're going to see that in our environment. So, you know, when you think about, or you say you just buy this new car or, or there's this car you really want to get and it's a certain color and it's a certain model. Well, all of a sudden there it is everywhere, right? Like you see that car on the highway, you see it in town. You've never seen so many cars of that same color. You know what I mean? That experience. Mm -hmm. And so in a way is that, did you create more of those cars? Well, no, maybe <laughs> we don't know, but there's a, there's a really cool system called the reticular activating system in our, in our bodies where, you know, there's so much data coming in all the time and, and our brain um, has to create some sort of cataloging system. And when you're, you make something important and you put it at the top of your list and you think about it a lot, then your eyes start looking for that in the world and you will catch it with your eyes more often. That's the RAS. So it's a combination of mystical magic, we're not hmm. quite sure, and the science, which is really cool. And that's part of my passion is learning more about that. That is cool. And um, how would you say that that idea you just explained relates or connects to the hypnotherapy you do? Oh, it's one and the same. Yeah. So, you know, I've thought my whole life of myself as a professional cheerleader, really, like, you know, I, I believe in the power of the mind and what the human body is capable of. And I've seen it happen over and over. And I, you know, I realized that not everyone has either been raised with or developed that belief. And so that's been a big part of what I've done as a job, as a coach is to, that's my passion is to help people believe and understand what they are truly capable of. And so hypnosis is this another amazing tool that I can use as a coach, you know, whereas we are often limited with our conscious critical mind and what we think is possible, you know, the conscious mind can get in the way with all these shoulds and coulds and have tos and you can't do and stories that have been passed on to us and that we have adopted either consciously or subconsciously, you know, our whole lives. And with hypnosis, we have the ability to bypass the critical thinking mind and just really access the subconscious. And we get out of our own ways so we can move beyond limiting beliefs that may be stopping us. Um, some, sometimes these are invisible limiting beliefs. Sometimes we know what they are. But if we have a willingness to change and we are ready to make changes, hypnosis really helps that happen fast. It's really fun. I know we've talked about the hypnosis or the hypnotherapy before, and I personally am very interested, and I definitely still want to do something with you on that. Is it like you just said you had a client? I think is that something you can do like not in person, or how? Yeah, <laughs> like is it someone that has to be when you're right there with the person? Yeah, no. I mean, this world isn't it remarkable how we are rapidly expanding our toolbox for services like before our very eyes the the world is is adapting and responding and it's something i've already uh, i already did before this um period has happened is work with clients through video um, for hypnotherapy so it's exactly the same and um, now obviously we're not doing anything in person and so all my clients for coaching both hypnotherapy and kinesiology are um, through video and yeah it's great I just had a couple of sessions today 
and my clients can um, enjoy the sessions from the comfort of their home. And really, you know, if you've never done it that way before, we, we get used to it instantly and it, yeah, it doesn't seem like any barrier at all. It's quite comfortable and, and just, it's the exact same service. Yeah. Just not in my, I'm in my office and they're in their home. So if somebody wants to make use of their free time right now and do hypnotherapy with you, how do they get a hold of you? Yeah, they can go to elmhealth.com. Thanks, Daryl. And they've got, <laughs> uh, they can uh, sign up for any of the in-person services online. Um, yeah, so there's all sorts of different ways to connect out there. And I've actually just on my website, if you don't mind, if I can share, I've put together, um, I'm calling it the High Frequency Toolbox. And basically, it's a post, if you go under resources, it's right at the top of the list, High Frequency Toolbox, of all of the free online resources and tools that I have come across that I think are awesome, that are being shared across the world right now because there are so many cool things happening. So everything from free yoga, free meditation, um, courses, there's Yale's most popular class in history. I think it's called, it's either the science of being happy or the psychology of being happy. Remember, um, the most popular class in history is now being offered online for free. So you can do a Yale class. Uh, and, um, you know, I put your Facebook friend, um, acts of kindness, Facebook group on there. So I've just created this resource because, you know, I know a lot of people, um, are on, you know, limited budgets right now. And I just wanted to start putting that all in one place. So if you come across anything else or if any of your listeners do, I'd love to hear about it and I can add it to the toolbox if it fits the frequency. Yeah, I'm definitely taking advantage of those. That's kind of like during this time of um, pausing, I'm just trying my best to focus on life skills for my boys. And we're doing yoga and we're doing cooking and doing a lot of personal development stuff. So I like that Yale one. I'm going to check that out and see how that, if they'd be interested in watching that with me. Yeah, I mean, such a great opportunity. Like I know for all of us, We've all been like hit by a waves of like, whoa, life flipping upside down and all those layers of denial and fear. And, and hopefully many of us in our part of the world are moving through those, finding stability, getting our plans in place, reaching out, getting support and, and getting into and settling into this temporary new normal. Because, you know, once we get to this spot of accepting where we're at and you know, getting all our ducks in a row, there really is a beautiful opportunity um, to have time, 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 which everybody always says they want more of and can never have enough. And like you said, right there, you have this time to spend with your kids. And, and it's a it's a real gift if we can, you know, get ourselves to that acceptance place and start enjoying it and not miss miss out on the silver linings within this challenging period. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I know, like, definitely, there's some lessons to learn from right now. And I feel like I, I personally don't have as many of the same lessons. Like, I feel like I'm really good at appreciating life every single day. Like, I'm very grateful for what I have. I, I don't take anything for granted. I spend every second I have with my boys. And we're very close. We do things together. So for me, it's not really any different. Life is the kind of same as it always has. But I know that there's a lot of 
people that aren't in that situation. And I hope that they're benefiting as much as possible from this, you know? Wow. That's wonderful. You know, that's, that's beautiful in itself to, to realize that you're already living a life in line with your values and your vision and your belief. And just knowing that can, you know, motivate you to continue and give you the peace that you are on the right path. And, and, a, and a scenario like this shows you, Hey, you know, I'm already in line with, with my vision. That's wonderful. Yeah, no, totally. Like I definitely didn't need this to remind me, to remind me of it all, but um, yeah, like I, I, for the most part, I love my life. I mean, there's definitely some things I could live without, but for the most part uh, I love it. And yeah, this is just kind of, reassuring that everything is all all good um of course there's lots of things i wish we were doing that we can't do right now but um mm-hmm. but the day-to-day stuff is all the same but um yeah and i think you're probably in the same situation i think you are right online with your best life and everything well there's parts you know it's definitely given me an opportunity as well to reflect it what did i read i can't remember the wording exactly but it said something about you know before you rush back to life as you knew it, you know, take the time to ask yourself which pieces are worth rushing back to. And um, yeah, it is a great gift almost to have a reset and, and remember, you know, what's important. How do you want to spend your days um, structurally, but also I think even more importantly, energetically, you know, how do you want to feel what attitude you want to have and who do you want to be in the world um, yeah, without all of the, the busyness, it really allows you to reconnect to that. Mm-hmm. Like I would just, I think my life is just so simple and that's why it's easy to be like in this state because <laughs> there's not a lot of complexity to it. So I think, yeah, stripping things back to the simplicity, you just, you know, like you said, being in nature and just being with the people that you're close to and connecting with people. Like the other thing I've tried to do is connect with the people I haven't talked to like in a long, long, long time. And so, yeah, I just connected with a friend of mine from New York just today that I haven't talked to. And we figured it's been like eight years. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's cool to do stuff like that too. Oh, that's so wonderful. Oh, that's great. Yeah. I mean, but you know, I get that vibe from you guys. That's why I love hanging out at the, the cafes, you know, the today's the best day ever is your motto and the, the vibe and the energy and you know I've even like felt like going down there when I wasn't necessarily in a great mood it's like oh I'll head down there and I know I'll be feeling like I'm in a better mood so it's uh you definitely can feel it um radiating from from you guys and and you definitely foster that so that's great if you can pass that on it is contagious yeah I really hope I'm glad that you said that because I know a lot of people like when you're in business people don't really know your true motivation but like I know for, I could say all of us at Mud Sharks, we're, we're not like money motivated. We're lifestyle motivated and kindness and love and positivity motivated. And that's kind of the main focus. And the rest of this stuff is just all bonus. Yeah. Yeah. You can feel it for sure. Who are you? Um, so why did you want to do this? I know why you wanted to keep connected to do the, um, the coffee talk, but was there anything in a particular you're interested in, in learning or certain people you're interested in connecting with? What, what gets you excited about having this podcast to, to add to your connections? Yeah, I think the main thing is just um, like I'm very, 
I'm I'm a, I'm very very lazy in a lot of ways, but I'm very like I can't stop thinking all the time too. So just sitting around a lot, and of course can't do a lot with the business right now. I'm like, well, what can I do? And one of the things I love best about being at Mud Sharks is talking to people, like people I know, like you, and people that I don't know, and getting to know them. And then I thought, well, the podcast is a perfect way to do that and let other people share in that connection and, you know, learn. And yeah, that's kind of what really got me started. And it uh, just gives me something to keep myself uh, busy with too, a little bit. So fun. So fun. There's um, uh, no shortage of interesting people doing interesting things in our community. I'm always blown away, actually. Um, so that'll be great. I'm really excited to hear who else you, you chat with and you had a podcast before. Yeah. So <laughs> I consider myself an OG of, of podcasts. So I am definitely a cycling guy, a lover. That's kind of my passion for the last, you know, man, like 15, 20 years, been big time in cycling. And so a friend of mine, actually, you're not going to believe this. So like one of my best friends in all of life is a guy named Victor. He lives in North Carolina. We've never met in person, but together we have developed like the greatest friendship in the world. And we had a very successful cycling podcast that we just stopped about two years ago, just because life was kind of in the way and it became not a priority for either of us. But yeah, we started it way back um, about, oh, about nine years ago. We started it back before podcasting was huge. And yeah, it did really well. It was a real easygoing um, podcasts like Victor's a very very experienced cyclist and owns a cycling company and stuff um, so he had a lot of knowledge to put into it and yeah it was like it was ranked like number one on iTunes for amateur podcasts for or amateur sports for like a long time wow, um, yeah sure. like had tons of followers and even now that we haven't even recorded for two years we still get people messaging and contacting although I think as of like just this last week i think he's taken it even all down because uh we haven't put any new content up for two years and it just costs a lot to keep it up there and we figure anybody that's really wanted to listen has listened so far so i think he just took it all down but yeah so it was a pretty cool experience and i still hope to meet victor in person one day that's amazing and here you are starting the new chapter right after that one gets pulled down but you know isn't it remarkable like the connections you can have with people. Like I never thought that was possible that before really it was Instagram that got me connected to virtual friends. And I never dreamed I would be, I would have friends that, um, you know, that I had never met in real life, let alone you meet someone say, you know, traveling or at a race or um, somewhere out and about or, or they're visiting and then you've you've got these networks and these modes of communication that can build friendships on top of you know even a, a short encounter so it's pretty cool I never thought it was possible but it certainly is that's really neat I wonder if you guys will ever meet yeah he came close he was in um, Seattle about a year ago or so I think but just didn't get a chance to come this far but yeah we will and I mean it's funny because I mean to me I feel like we already have met because I know him so well and he's been there for so many things in my life and so I feel like I have met him in person but yeah and it's funny like I actually I've always used I guess the internet technology for connecting to my advantage like I was just telling my boys this recently that like a long long time ago before any kind of social media 
um, the internet was around, but it would have been like, oh man, like I would guess like probably 20 years ago, maybe I'd have to look back, but yeah, somewhere around 20 years ago, I wanted to spend some time in the Caribbean and I was trying to connect, get people like where I could go and, you know, stay somewhere. It was like in somebody's house or stay somewhere cheap. So I was on just some kind of like Caribbean chat, like back in the old days for all you youngsters listening in <laughs> when the internet first started, there was no social media, but there was um, chat rooms where you could find these chat rooms where you go in and it's just a group of people kind of chatting about different topics. And so I found myself a, I don't know for the traveling or Caribbean one and got to know a couple people and um, ended up meeting this one lady that lived in Barbados and chatted a bit. And later on, I found out, like I wrote her an email and just said, Hey, like, this is what I want to do and stuff. And then she said, it wasn't until I sent the email and I sounded like not a serial killer or something that she agreed to it. And she connected me with her brother-in-law and I went and stayed like about two months with, uh, with him and uh, then end up going back there again to stay with them again later and they're like my second family now it's so cool so yeah that was way 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 long before the easier connections that are made now wow yeah yeah it's just it's just another another opportunity and yeah we are thrown into that rapid evolution and being resourceful and creative and collaborating in all sorts of new ways right now it's really mind-blowing it's it's to me, it's super inspiring, obviously not, um, you know, favorable circumstances in the world, but there is that beauty that's coming out of it. And, and this new level of really connection, you know, the word social distancing doesn't seem right. It's, it's a physical distancing, but our social networks seem to be getting closer. Other than the um, Aboriginal dancing thing you just mentioned, is there anything else you've noticed coming out of this that really kind of captures your attention or oh well just that you know the watching barriers being broken down um left right and center like things that were were not possible that were very black and white you know those have been radically transformed before our very eyes like i i haven't heard the word no very often when you know there's there's a challenge that comes up be it changing you know protocols like um getting to online services through our associations or watching you know the local art studio lupine all their art classes are all of a sudden online you know um it's it's that to me is is the most mind-blowing thing it's like the human program is being rewritten right before our very eyes like we're in the middle of a radical transformation of what is possible and you know if if this is going to happen in any time at least we have you know such a um a giving loving group of humans around the world who are wanting to share be it yoga meditation mindfulness and we have you know um a huge a huge wave of conscious humans that are offering and to support one another um so yeah that's to me the most remarkable thing and i think some really brilliant um uh inventions you know combining technology and ingenuity are are rapidly uh, being created right now and can make our world a better place on the other side of this be it in you know food production communication collaboration whatever it is things are happening 
Yeah, I think you and me are connected on that. Like what what I think I take out of it is that I've always believed that anything is possible. And I've also never been a big fan of bureaucracy. <laughs> and I think we're seeing now that bureaucracy can be actually eliminated more than people thought that mm-hmm. it could. And I also uh, see people realizing that, yeah, like I've always thought, okay, like why do people always have to feel they have to be in a business to make things happen? They can easily work from home if it works better. They can connect from different countries don't have to be in one physical location and now people are seeing like well yeah you're right you can work from home and yeah like it's just kind of really opening up eyes to what I've always believed in to a lot of ways you know yes definitely yeah and then once you jump into it you're experiencing it yourself even any little hesitations that you had they're gone out the window like watching people adopt technology right now we've all learned how to use a hundred different apps in the last two weeks, like to, to sign up for, you know, different programs and services that we're accessing, et cetera. It's wonderful. Yeah. Even for me, I mean, being able to open the door to work with people who, you know, aren't in the Comox Valley, people that I've met, you know, on my travels or in my courses who haven't wanted to, or haven't been able to, to come here, just having the system set up now so that the flow is just, seamless you know for the online option it it really it's just knocking down barriers which is fantastic Mm -hmm. yeah I definitely agree with that one um I kind of I know personally wish that I had more kind of things set up online than I'd even do myself but yeah it's definitely something that um hope people don't jump into it too too fast because some of the stuff we kind of have to organize but yeah at least knows that it's an option and something that can be done yeah yeah, it gets you thinking about new possibilities. That's for sure. It's really cool to watch all the ingenuity happening right now. Yeah. Okay. So anybody listening into us, they might have. I know. I know. I know a lot about you, so don't get confused. But you mentioned your company, and then you mentioned later on elm.com. Now, why don't you talk a little bit about your company? Because Sarah Seeds and Wild Seeds—that's kind of your personal brand. Now, you're doing a whole bunch of different things. Now, is like the hypnotherapy and training all done through ELM is everything else done that way yeah yeah so ELM that stands for equilibrium lifestyle management (laughs) I was passionate about you know that was very meaningful when I started my business 20 years ago but it's a mouthful Hmm. so ELM health and um, that's where all the services are and we we offer group programs which are on hold until um, we're getting back into our um, closeness again. Most of our programs are outdoors um, in this beautiful supernatural community, um, as well as our online services. So uh, myself and uh, Tina, are my health and fitness um, teammate, are the coaches, and uh, I offer kinesiology, so everything from corrective exercise, strength and conditioning, um, postural correction, um, basically corrective exercises. Uh, realigning um, the body through strengthening the weak muscles that have been inhibited and um, lengthening the tight ones that have been too bossy and working around too much, working too much. Um, So, and also, you know, health coaching, nutrition, the sky's the limit. And then hypnotherapy is is, uh, uh, my newest service way to help my clients one-on-one in this last year. And for uh, hypnotherapy, I'm down at cloud nine, which is right around the corner from you. So I get to come into mud sharks quite a bit. Mm -hmm. And this is our space. It's where I'm, I'm doing all my video sessions now for both kinesiology and hypnotherapy, which is 
great. I've got my own office in here, so it feels wonderful to have my own sanctuary where I can continue to support my clients. Um, But another really fun piece of what I get to do is work with athletes all over the globe. Athletes is a term that represents anyone who has a goal. You don't have to be doing a race. You know, some, some of my clients are, a lot of my clients are training for life and healthy bodies and strong minds. And I work with them, you know, some are in, they're in Texas, they're in uh, different places in the States, a lot of people on Vancouver Island, and we all get together. So I work with them individually. And then we also get together in our group online. It's called Team ELM Online. And that's really fun. I'll be doing a live chat with them tomorrow. Um, it's just a nice place to come together because sometimes it can feel like you're a little bit on your own. If you're, you know, a lot of my athletes are training for um, endurance race events. So it might be running or biking or a hiking adventure. And a lot of the hours are spent on your own. And so it's really nice to have a common area to come together, ask questions. You know, someone just did a shout out the other day looking for playlists to pump them up. And, you know, there are a lot of my athletes are doing um, virtual races because all of the races have been pulled in the near future. Mm -hmm. And so we've all been um, creating our own uh, virtual race courses in our communities. And then we're, you know, sharing that and someone else might want to go out and enjoy that same course and definitely cheering each other on. So yeah, team ELM online is a really great place where everyone, we can all come together. I really enjoy that. Yeah, that's cool with the virtual because I know that, I mean, everything is pulled, of course. And I know that coming up sometime soon, you were going to do your yearly 100, was it 100K run race? Well, this was going to be my first 100 miler. Oh, I've never okay. done a 100 miler. Oh, cool. I've done a lot of 100Ks and they were all in preparation for this, for getting into this one race. I've tried, I think I've got my name in that lottery five times over the years. And um, yeah, it's the Western States 100. And it's, yeah, it's the hardest one to get into is the the birthplace of ultra running. It was a horse race, actually a horse endurance ride originally. And, uh, the, uh, one of the guys in the race, his horse couldn't make it, uh, you know, fell lame. And so the, the guy ran the the course and after he's like, well, Hey, humans can do this too. And that's how ultra running began. (laughs) So they started under milers, but they've, uh, you know, they didn't want to, cancel of course but this is reality and so i finally got in this year <laughs> along with i was one of 11 canadians only 11 of us um uh, and uh, we were getting ready and now it'll be 2021 so more time to train yeah i can't even imagine anybody running well i do know a guy my friend um in, in boulder colorado did a 100 mile run one time but i don't know how you guys do that <laughs> no way man no way it's mind games yeah that's why i love it it's all mental it's 99% mental. If you feel your body well and you pace yourself and you, you know, take care of your body, it is your mind. And that's why I love the endurance. It's fun. It's a chance to play all, I call them mind games. And really it's just your mental training, your, your toolbox. There's a million and one techniques and the more challenging the event, then the more opportunities you have to, to practice and play. It's really fun. Do you ever find yourself ever not like you seem super motivated all the time, like never, ever have a fear of not having the motivation, but is there days you're not motivated to do something and how do you get through it? Oh yeah, there is. (laughs) (laughs) That is a normal part of being human. 
Um, and uh, yeah, one that I think it's super important that everyone realizes that, yeah, <clears throat> excuse me, some people seem to be born um, with higher levels of motivation, but really it's, it's a skill and it's a practice and, and the, we all go through these periods and it's just knowing that it's normal expecting them to happen, not being shocked when we do have these experiences. I got a cough. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, and dipping into our toolbox. So practicing and using different tools. So, oh, geez, there's a, there's a million and one. Let's have a sip of my tea here. It's not a matcha, but <laughs> it's tea. Um, but my go-to is uh, lately... Because when you're training for a hundred miler, there's a lot of time. Like you got <laughs> to get yourself out there for quite a few runs and you run out of friends sometimes. But one is to recruit your buddies. And luckily, you know, I'm part of a, an amazing community of friends that are like family that if I'm actually really experiencing a low period, I say, hey, buddy, I, you know, I'd love a buddy for this section of my run. Sometimes if it's a really long run, and not everyone is training for the same distance. I could have a buddy join me for one of each of the five laps even. Um, but recruiting a friend is huge. And often it seems like, you know, when you reach out for a friend and say, hey, you know, do you want to go for a run? They're usually relieved because they are then getting motivated by being your accountability buddy too. It gets them out. Nine times out of ten, they're like, oh, thank you. I wouldn't have gone either, you know, if it was a rainy day or whatever. So buddies for sure. Um, and I never, oh, so two, the, the other one is exploring somewhere new. So that can be really fun if it's like um, somewhere we haven't been before. And so this winter um, we would, you know, when our trails were covered in quite a bit of snow, we would go over to Hornby to do some long adventures. Um, but I never used to listen to podcasts because when I'm in nature, I really like to be in nature and I don't like to you know, traditionally be in my mind, I want to be more in my body and, and celebrate what's, you know, all around me. But when you do enough four hour runs, you start realizing, you know, it might be a good use of your time to actually learn something too. So because rather than reading a book when you get home, so I've started reading a lot of books on my long runs. And there was one long run, I read an entire bo book on which was mm. quite phenomenal. Wow. Um, that might have been the biology of belief, actually. So I use, you know, Audible and, and um, but now we've got the Comox Valley Coffee Talk. I'll be downloading <laughs> those episodes for my run. So yeah, a bit of both. But there's, there's so many great, great ways to motivate you. Sign up for an event, do it for a, a charity, be accountable to somebody else. Um, just trick yourself, put your sneakers on and commit to going down the block or going for five minutes you'll always want to stay out there more, make it a, um, like a to do, like go get your groceries, maybe, you know, maybe not right now, but <laughs> go to, um, add something to your, your activity to give you a purpose. So the key is playing with different things, being open-minded to trying different ways to stay motivated and, um, picking something that works for you. Don't judge it. If it motivates you, go with it. That's cool. Um, yeah. So speaking of the coffee talk, is there not to put you on the spot, but is there anybody in the community that you would like to learn more about that we could uh, reach out to to have on this show? Oh yeah, you are putting me on the spot. <laughs> you can tell me later if you can't think of somebody right now. But... Well, the two people that come into my mind is 
the mayor, Bob. Yeah, I know Bob I Wells. know Bob pretty well. Right? Yeah. Like he I've seen him in Mud Sharks. Maybe not right now. I might be a little busy, but actually maybe he has some yeah. time. I don't know. That's right. You um, trained with Bob. You you he was your you were his coach for a while. He has said that to the public. So yes, yeah. I can say that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and I keep thinking of Jeannie. She comes to mind too. Jeannie Spencer. She is um amazing. She has this the clinical um the Canadian College of Clinical Hypnosis and Hypnotherapy, the school I went to here in the Valley, as well as Cloud9, as well as she is a pr- practitioner um, and has an amazing, amazing mind for creating tools to help people. Uh, she would be very interesting to chat with as well. And yeah, I'll think about it and, and send you some more ideas. Yeah, people cool. like not pass it on. Nothing against Mayor Bob, but I feel like everybody gets enough of him. He gets, he's, he's, already, he's in the news enough right now. So um, I want to find people that maybe aren't as well known or have more, you know, stories that, you know, that people might not have heard of from before. So yeah, we'll see if I do, if yeah. I do it with Bob, I'll definitely talk about something that's not his normal stuff, not the mayor stuff, more just real life stuff. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You have the chance to, um, yeah, get a little more of the backstory. Mm-hmm, exactly. That's yeah, cool. What I'm, I'm not going to take up any more of your time, but I really appreciate you uh, coming on the first ever show and hope there's many more ahead of us here. And yeah. yeah. So everybody that wants to find Sarah, like I said, personally, you can find her on Instagram. It's wild seeds and business wise, elm.com. And they also have their own social media too, but you can find that all there. I'm sure. And yeah, yeah and I think it's cool. You do a lot of, everything both mind and body so if anybody um has ever looked at getting some of these services i think you're a great person to go to thanks so much and good luck i'm so excited for you following Mm. your your interest and your passion and i think it's yeah it's going to be great for our community and beyond perfect and i really hope that i see you in person soon Yes, it'll know. be good. Oh my goodness, the hugs are going to be an hour oh long. Oh my gosh, person. can you imagine the celebration when, like, I, I just vision that in my head. Like, what's it going to be like when finally people can go out in public again and do stuff? Oh, it's going to be, like, we're going to need a whole week off just to hug. <laughs> like, I will. <laughs> no That's kidding. going to be my re-entry week. I will be hugging everybody. Like, it's this. It has been, what's the date today? 31st. My last hug was on the 12th. Oh my gosh. I'm not counting the days or anything. <laughs> yeah, well, I think there's still a bit of time ahead of us, but um, we'll see what happens. It's going to be good. All right. We'll get there. But thanks, Sarah, and um, have a good day, and we'll catch you again soon.